Handle on the News. Handle on the News! Shut up, Bill. Weirdo. And now, here's Bill Handel. Okay, uh, Tuesday, uh, the 19th day of June. Morning to you. Matter of fact, morning to all of us. Why? Well, because strangely enough, it's morning. Okay, just, yeah, I have to tell you, the analysis is so deep. Uh, good morning, Jennifer Jones Lee. Hi, Handel. And uh, there's Wayne Resnick. Good morning, because it's morning. It is. Uh, Alex? Morning. morning and uh, no arm. And as I said, we have to make an arm. Oh, right. You're going to talk to Neil about Neil is the fabricator of all props here. He is. So if you make an arm, and then uh, there's John Ramirez. Uh, Morning, John. Uh, John got into an accident on his motorcycle. Are we done with motorcycles, incidentally, John? Uh, yes. Yes, people who ride motorcycles are insane. That sounded like a guy saying yes because his wife is listening. That's exactly what I thought. Mm -hmm. Yep. I see people in the morning when I'm driving in 65, 70 miles an hour on motorcycles doing 120 uh, that are zipping past me like I'm standing still and I'm watching someone on the freeway zip past me. And I'm thinking, they hit anything, they just explode. It's like a pimple. Uh, There's just, boom, they just explode, explode out with all their guts and stuff flying out. Okay, okay. Whoa. Mm. No, it's true. I mean, it's, uh, you think anybody survives a 100-mile-an-hour uh, crash with a motorcycle? And people still do it. All right. A lot going on today, obviously, as always. Uh, we're going to be talking about immigration and what's going on at the border and uh, the tariff wars and the gynecological wars uh, with George Tyndall and uh, everybody else. What? The gynecological wars? I missed that on the History Channel. Uh, yeah. Wow. Kind of on fire already this morning, Hannah. Well, there's probably a bad, like, Battle of the Bulge type joke no, that those could are, be made, no, but no, those uh, are, those I'm are, not the one No, those are fat people fighting each other. Okay, those are sumo wrestlers. That's the Battle of the Bulge. All right, why don't we just get into it and just, for God's sake, do it. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. All right, lead story. I pity the no surprise, the Trump administration doubling down on the policy of uh, separating kids from families. Uh, and uh, it's, I was watching Christine uh, uh, Nelson, uh, yes, or Kristen uh, Nielsen, uh, the uh, Secretary of Home, uh, Homeland Security uh, or Health and Human Services, that's it, and uh, defending the separation, she said. You know, we have 10,000 kids. Uh, that came over the border by themselves, unaccompanied, and they're in detention, which, of course, there really is no choice because there is no family to reunite them with. And and that's what she said, 10,000 out of the uh, 12,000. And the reporter kept on saying, well, how about the 2,000 that have been separated in the last two months? We have 10,000 kids. Well, how about the 2,000? I don't want to talk about that. I mean, it's gotten that crazy. So the president is doubling down, and, of course, uh, the president has a real problem with the truth. It's the Democrats' fault. They're the ones that have made all of this happen, even though 
he's the one that signed the executive order. Also, uh, he went on to say uh, that in terms of, well, he had said the United States will not be a migrant camp and will not be a refugee holding facility. This was during, uh, remember that yesterday on that space policy uh, talk? Oh, that he space was giving? Force? Yeah, and he was uh, then uh, when it or started with immigration. And he talked about uh, crime in Germany has gone way up as a result of so many illegal immigrants coming in. Well, the problem is crime in Germany has decreased by 5% last year to its lowest level since 1992. But, hey, the truth doesn't really matter with this administration. And, it, and, 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 and he can say it, and no one cares. His base goes, yes, yes, the, there are two suns in the sky because the president has said it. And that's exactly where we're going. Crime has decreased. Well, instead of increasing, like he said, okay, no problem. Democrats are at fault here. Uh, I didn't sign the executive order. The Democrats are here at fault. And you can show a document of the executive order. Because or actually said, with Jeff they, Sessions. Had they given me my wall, I wouldn't have had to sign this that's, order. That's basically it. So it's their fault. Oh, yeah. I mean, what do we do with that? I get a I get a ticket for speeding. Had not this car been able to go over 70 miles an hour, I could not have sped. Therefore, it's the, the I plead not guilty to speeding because it's the manufacturer's fault, not mine. But didn't you step on the gas pedal? That's incidental to this process. It's the manufacturer's fault because they make me able to do it. Oh, this is interesting, though, because... Doesn't that logic work this way also? Um, I snuck into the country illegally. It's not my fault because there was no wall to stop me. That is, that's exactly mm, correct. True. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't care if you think the detention centers are necessary or you think that they're horrible. I'm pretty sure you, that you would not call them essentially a summer camp. Are you ready for the summer? Laura Ingram said that they are temporarily housed at what are yeah. essentially summer camps. Right. So here is uh, my question. Have you ever been to summer camp? Yes, of course. So have I. Uh, Wayne, oh, yes. you been? Many John, times. you ever been to summer camp? Y- yes. Okay, as I have. Uh, I don't remember summer camp where uh, you were put in these confined spaces uh, which you have to describe as cages. Let's say not even say you can uh, describe as cages. Uh, you have these enclosures made out of uh, the steel, the hurricane steel, like you do with fencing, and you can't get out. Uh, some people would regard it as cages, uh, right? Laura Ingram thinks this summer camp. Now, are they face painting and making crude leather wallets uh, in these they are. detention centers? That's right. And uh, eating pancakes. Well, I don't know what they're eating, but uh, it's summer camp. It's, uh, it's, but this is part and parcel of uh, the thinking that's going on. I mean, you talk about polarization. It's unbelievable. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. And uh, John Cox who is running for governor. He has a few things to say about uh, the border issue. So uh, let's check in with Jennifer Jones-Lee.
Ah, KFI. Yep. We were uh, talking, Wayne and I were talking about a text uh, or a tweet that he got. Uh, it's a shocking. I'm I'm yeah. very disturbed. Uh, by a, a dear friend of his. Very dear friend who, for no reason that I can think of, just texted me that she has to confess that she thinks your mandals look good. Mm. Oh. oh. I, yes, exactly. That is the correct reaction. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you think you know somebody. And you don't. Wow. Uh, All right. Can I just, before we get back to handle on the news... Uh, John and I have a pretty important big announcement. Okay, please. Murata is coming. And that starts, uh, what, Thursday? Well, it, technically Thursday, but he's going to be here tomorrow. We're both going to be here tomorrow. Okay, and you're so out. So he can on, see, and then starting Thursday, I go on vacation. And where are, where are you off to? Uh, Richmond, if, the Richmond, Virginia area. Oh, that's right, seeing the folks. Yep. Uh, yes. And so tomorrow you're going to have both of us to contend with. Yep. That's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. I can't We. I'm getting the hell out. When my vacation, I just get out of Dodge. I don't stay anywhere near. Uh, actually, uh, I'm, I have not act through, gone through the United States. Really? I have not gone through the United States. I know uh, outside the United States much, much uh, more intimately than I do America. Yeah, you're like yep. a world traveler. Yeah, and that... Uh, and I want to get on, uh, I'd like to take an RV and just jump in it and go across the country. And Marjorie is so uninterested. First of all, she has no desire to see me with a straw in my teeth, uh, <laughs> sitting down around a campfire. <laughs> Marjorie doesn't want to hang out with them, me anytime soon. Them damn, insert name of ethnic minority here. Oh, no. Handle. Okay. Uh, Probably better that you don't go visit yeah. the rest of the country. You just stay right here. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, let's do it. More handle on the news. Jennifer, Wayne, and me. Republican candidate for California Governor John Cox says he doesn't like the separation of parents and children at the border. We are the people. That is horrendous. However, what's the answer? Congressional attention. So even the president said he, it breaks his heart. Remember when he said, I hate this? Well, that's exactly what Cox is doing. He opposes separating them, but the fix is uh, Congress. Uh, it's a congressional that's not the problem. the question right now. Uh, how do you feel about the separation? The correct question is, how do you feel about the zero tolerance policy right. of criminal prosecution? And that is not being brought up. And is it because John? Of course, he's running in California, right? right. So he can't. He can't say he can't. I support. I right. support right. the zero tolerance policy. Of course. And it's uh, this is. It's not complicated. It's just basically it's it's lies. I mean, it's out now lies. Uh, we are forced to do this, uh, according to Kristen Nielsen, because of the law, and we're merely enforcing the law, leaving out. That uh, the decision to enforce the law is up to the Justice Department. They can say we're not going to enforce it. For example, the police in Southern California. When's the last time you saw someone being pulled over for doing 67 miles an hour? Never. It's at about 80 when the cops are pulled over or when the cops pull you over. So the choice is they are not enforcing the speed limit, which they're able to make that decision. So uh, I, let's just move on. I'm getting just really pissed off. Interesting. You would mention Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nelson and what she said yesterday, because that's why Kamala Harris says she should step down. You make me my job. Stop it. 
why even bother saying something like that? You should step down. You the, should resign. Yes. Oh, all right. That's enough of that. She's not, come and on. And again, yeah. and and Kamala, Kamala Harris, Harris is not dealing with the. And she is a former, uh, you know, state prosecutor. And she's not dealing with the reality, which is it's the zero tolerance yes. policy that is driving all of this. Yes. Well, we need. Space Force to save us. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're going to have the Space Force. Sounds like a movie, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, that Space Force. It may even be an animated uh, film. Pixar. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? And uh, Rod Pyle's coming on later today yeah, to talk is. about what Space Force really could be. Yes. I just talked with a former astronaut uh, on Wake Up Call this morning who said, you know what? I think this is a necessary thing. What? He it, said, I the don't reality know is the- space is now a, a theater for war. We know it's going to be. There's going to be two areas, cyber war and space. And so to affect it uh, and to deal with it, it makes sense. It's, it's uh, well, when the... Um, during World War II, for example, uh, there wasn't an Air Force. It was the Army Air Corps. And uh, it became obvious that the Air Force had to be uh, a separate branch. And I think the same thing is uh, this cartoon, Space Force. <laughs> well, it's just a name, but uh, it's very few people going to disagree with this. Well, and that's what the astronaut was saying. He said, you know, it at many times along the way, uh, the Air Force would be brought in as part of some DOD thing, you know, that they would be brought into NASA. And so they were working jointly anyway. So the creation of a Space Force, this separate entity, sort of makes sense. Yeah, and it just uh, solidifies uh, a one central bureaucracy as opposed to, as you said, putting all together NASA and the Department of Defense and, the, and DOD. And so... Uh, I just did that. Department of Defense is DOD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, why don't we take a break? And I'm going to try to figure out how the Department of Defense really is DOD. <laughs> okay, Jennifer? You won't make yourself a name if you follow the rules. History gets made when you're acting the fool. So don't hold it back and just go. Handle here on a uh, Tuesday, June 19th. Uh, let's continue on with more Handle on the News. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and uh, me. And the Pentagon says, yep, we're going to do just what the president wanted. We're going to suspend those major war games with South Korea. As if the Pentagon has a choice. I mean, this was kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, and so it's just on its way. But only the major military exercises, we pointed that out. The minor ones uh, still keep on going. Yeah, they're saying the president had, you know, he had, he had said right after he met with Kim Jong-un that these major military exercises right. were a waste of money. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Trump also threatening China with even more tariffs. Big trouble. Wow. Yeah, I, one of the things that this president doesn't do is back down, as we uh, know with this uh, separating children's uh, issue. Uh, from their families, and uh, so he's now saying two hundred billion dollars. It's a it's a trade war. It hasn't actually started yet. It's just anticipating, but it's there. It's tit for tat. Now, one of the uh, the, the the issues, and there's two issues here, and one is the balance of trade, and Donald Trump wants more of a balance of trade, which I don't understand. It makes no sense. 
right? As Guy Adami pointed out, you have a balance of trade issue with your dentist, which I thought was a great analogy. The money all goes one way, all right? So when China produces goods, we buy them all, and they don't buy as many goods. Of course, there's going to be a balance of trade. However, the issue of the tariffs is until China sits down and actually negotiates, gives us some of uh, the issues that are so important, like ripping us off, intellectually pro- intellectual property theft, right? non-recognition of trademarks. Uh, the president is dead right, because here's what China does. Okay, we'll buy $50 billion worth of goods more from you, but won't deal with the underlying fundamental problem of the unfairness. And the president is right. And uh, China won't back down. Every president has tried, and China just... Sure, we'll do it. No problem. This is the first president with balls saying we're going to take care of this problem. It's uh, So he's half right. One balance of trade, I think he's wrong. And the other one on what China's doing uh, is he's absolutely right. Also, there's the issue of dumping. When the government uh, subsidizes, their government subsidizes the sale of insert name of uh, product here. Uh, at So it becomes less expensive or it becomes more expensive to actually manufacture here than what you can set what you can buy chinese products for and yeah. you're going to get into this even deeper at 7 30 yes, today absolutely now here's what's interesting because this tariff talk could play into this surprise visit that kim jong-un is making to china Isn't it unusual for them to announce that he's there while he's there instead of after after he's gone? But you're seeing, I think, Kim uh, Jong-un becoming more of a world player. For example, going to Singapore. It's the first time a North Korean leader ever left North Korea other than going to China. In that armored train of his. And there are analysts who say... This could be China's way of showing that it too plays an important oh, yes. role oh, in no. America's China peace is a big, efforts. Oh, China wants to be a big part of this, but it might not be as willing to like help the U.S. Yes. because of the trade war. Uh, Kim Jong Un increasing popularity right here in the United States. Kim Jong style. There's a new Kim Jong style uh, Ipsos poll, and. Uh, among Republicans, Kim Jong-un is more popular than Nancy Pelosi. As is Joseph Mengele is more popular than, than As Nancy is an old, Pelosi. an old bowl of porridge that you left out and forgot about and it's all cold and congealed. More popular than yes. Nancy. Amongst Republicans. Not, obviously, amongst Democrats. Yeah, Pelosi, a lot of people run, a lot of Republicans are running, particularly in California, as anti-Pelosi. Yep, exactly. As a matter of fact, around the country, anti-Pelosi. That's it. Much like the anti-Trumpists are running for office on that platform, same thing with Pelosi. Because she's the second most uh, disliked person on Capitol Hill, second only to Adolf Mitch Hitler. Ma- uh, he's not on Capitol Hill. <laughs> Uh, Mitch McConnell actually has worse uh, ratings than Nancy Pelosi. Right. You know who's doing very well right now in the public mind? Yes. George W. Bush. George W. Bush is viewed favorably by 63% of all the people who responded to this poll of all political parties. He's actually going to do well, I believe. History is going to treat uh, George W. Bush well. There were a lot of historians who clear back during his presidency said said he's going to be great. History is going to treat him well. Yep. 
Like right. I, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. No, no I was going to make a reference uh, to Dwight Eisenhower, but it's a little bit too long in the sense, well, I might as well go for it, uh, that Dwight Eisenhower uh, was uh, noted uh, the last several years as a do-nothing president. He didn't do much, and now historians are saying sometimes the best thing a president can do is to do very little. And that is the mark of a good president realizing there's nothing to do here, and let's just continue on. Well, this is great news if you're drinking a cup of coffee right now because California moves to clear coffee of the cancer risk stigma. So coffee is bad. Coffee is good. Then coffee becomes bad again, and then it's going to give you cancer, and then it's not. And then it's going to give you the mumps, and uh, your testicles are going to swell to the size of uh, basketballs. I then it's heard that report. I missed that one. Did you know the mumps do that, by the way? Uh, well. Are, yeah, no. look at side effects of mumps. I, enormous, okay. enormous testicular parts of you. It's great. Well, not no, you. Not me, but right. Okay. Anyway, it is now uh, okay. removed. As wow. A, how did we get away from the... Well, I have no idea. Because it's good, it's bad, it's good, it's bad. And it gives you, uh, well, in this case, it was cancer. And they've removed that based on uh, a study of uh, a thousand studies. A lot of studies, studies, studies. Yes. Yeah. Where they're looking for a different correlation that the original study had nothing to do with. That this is the World Health Organization who says they found inadequate evidence that coffee causes cancer. Yep. So that's now taken off the warnings at the, for example, when you walk into a building and said, walking in here can cause cancer. Eating shellfish can cause cancer. Walking in here with a lobster roll is going to kill you. Okay, let's just uh, take a break. We'll we'll move on, won't we? Uh, Jennifer, your turn. I'll start cooling out my hair. I'm going to cover myself with the ashes of you. And nobody is going to give a damn. And uh, this is Handel. It is a uh, Tuesday morning, June 19th. Some of the big stories that we're covering, of course, uh, immigration. We're going to deal with uh, at that at 7 o'clock, what the president is doing uh, a little bit later on. Uh, China and the tariffs. We just talked about that uh, and plenty more. So let's uh, finish up Handel on the news. Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. A sign at a Dunkin' Donuts uh, in Baltimore is causing some concern. This is what the sign said. If you hear any of our staff shouting in a language other than English, please call 443-415-7775 immediately with the name of the employee to receive a coupon for a free coffee and pastry. I, By the way, I'm fine with that, just to let you know, because I don't believe if you are uh, behind the counter in front of customers to speak another language is offensive, it's exclusion, uh, it's the customer not knowing what people are talking about. Maybe it's about them. I've been there when they're rattling in Spanish and I don't understand it. it are, are they talking about me? So it's English only. Back there where, where you can't, where customer's not involved, you can speak whatever the hell you want. But I'm, I'm a big fan of if you're talking in front of customers, you do it in English. Well, I guess enough people are not a fan of that. The sign is now gone. Yeah. All right. Then we have in Maine, a bus line employee telling passengers that they had to be a U.S. citizen to ride the bus. Portland, Maine. I don't know where that is. 
And they, it's not like they were crossing borders or something. They were going from Bangor to Boston. But, they, but there were two uh, Border Patrol agents yes. hanging around and talking to the driver. And, and they were looking at people coming in. Now, the video uh, said uh, they were sitting there talking. Were they actually asking people, are you American citizens, before getting on the bus? They're just sitting there and talking. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this has became, it's exploded. How Somebody, dare- because one of, th- there was a woman there who saw that happening and for some reason said, you know what, I'm going to start videotaping now. Yeah. And nothing came of the videotape. All that happened is another person asked, right. do you have to be a citizen? And, and the driver went, yeah. The driver went, yeah, not the Border Patrol person. So uh, it's just one stupid driver and they straighten it out. And this is uh, Maine. So if you're going from Maine to Nebraska... And you happen to be uh, illegal, then uh, the bus in Maine will not go to the plane. Oh, wow! It's a musical reference. A yes. uh, federal judge has stricken a law in Kansas that uh, required people to show proof of citizenship when they register to vote. Don't you cry no more. I have never understood not forcing people showing proof of citizenship. For example, yesterday for the real ID card that I got at the DMV, guess what I had to show? My passport or my birth certificate for a real ID enabling you to travel uh, on domestic airlines starting in 2020, October of 2020. So obviously a real ID uh, is far more important than, for example, voting, which is the fundamental franchise of American citizens. I, I mean, I just don't get it. I do not understand why you don't have to prove your citizenship. Anybody can vote. And Go did, ahead. Didn't you say you were actually turned down to show oh, yeah. your oh, ID? Oh, absolutely. When you went to oh, vote? yeah. I was turned down to show my ID as to who I am and where I live. What's your name? William Handel. Do you live at this address? Yes. Would you like some proof that I live at this address? No. Would you like to prove? Would you like some proof that I am William Handel? Uh, no. Not interested. Uh, it's it's insanity. Well, Apple has set up new iPhones to relay locations for nine one one calls. Now this makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this, but all nine one one the information is the tower where the ping happens. So they can tell the general vicinity right. you're in. This would tell exactly the locator. In the meantime, I've got this little device, the tile. That if I want to look for my phone, it will tell me within three feet where my phone is or where my keys are. But the 911 system doesn't. Think they would have straightened that one out? Well, it's 50-year-old. Right. And, and it was built when, it. for landlines. But, but it's, so Apple, Apple, Apple's it's getting, Apple that's doing it. Right. Um, oh, this is so weird. In the city of industry, uh, there's a big construction site. They're building some new buildings. They're remodeling some buildings. There's a lot of construction work going on. Somebody dressed as a construction worker came onto the site and assassinated another guy. Dressed up as a construction worker? Yeah, wearing uh, the hard hat and the mask that they wear, you know, for the dust and and the fumes. So no video. uh, Well, they're trying to look for video, but no leads, uh, no description of a vehicle. uh, Just, I mean, nothing. No weapon recovered. They don't even know what direction uh, he fled in. Yeah. Because when the shots came, 
Of course, a bunch of construction workers ran away, and he looked like a construction worker. But they're saying it was a specifically targeted killing. He went after one guy, killed that one guy, and got out of there. So I'm, I imagine they're probably going to track him down. What enemies did he have? I mean, it's, sure. it's eventually going to be tracked down.